All right, good people. This is Tony Wiggins here with Locked On Jaguars. What is the biggest question moving forward this week for your Jacksonville Jaguars? I'll tell you in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where we bring it to you five days a week because it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. And as always, we are free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube page as well. LinkedIn Jobs help you find candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on nfl that's our sponsor for today hooking you up with that information for you small businesses um questions the biggest questions what are some questions that we have today about the jaguars and moving forward going ahead now that we believe that we have arrived at a point at least where the team is a competent uh team and are going to play professionally every single week i'm going to tell you some of the things to look forward to this week we're going to be very careful not to skate this this line of moral victory we don't want to start doing that that creates too much apathy and apathy in sports and competition is no no we don't we don't want to have moral victories but we will have reality takes and we will give you some information as to why all is not over. This is not college football where if you lose a game poorly, you can just kiss the championship goodbye. It's not that. Teams don't go undefeated in the NFL uh, except one. And that was, you know, the, the Miami Dolphins when I was three years old. And I'm 50. That's 50 years ago. So it just does not happen. And, of course, the Jags ain't undefeated anyway. But there's nothing wrong with a loss as long as you play a certain way. Things aren't going. The best team in the league right now is the Buffalo Bills, in my opinion, and they lost week one. They're one and one. So that gives you a little bit of idea what I'm going to talk about in terms of biggest questions with the Jaguars and how we're going to, to handle success and how the players are going to handle it. Segment two, I'm going to tell you why this game is touchy because it's the first one this year where the Jaguars are going to play where if you go man versus man mano a mano they don't have very many advantages with the team if they have any at all with the team that they're going to play sunday in the la Chargers. the Chargers got some man boys on that team okay they have those dudes where the jags we think we're getting there <clears throat> they already there but i'm telling you the Chargers got some boys on that team that know how to get it done so all is not lost hope is not lost because I think we have something, and I'll tell you what that thing is in segment two, that's going to even that out a little bit. Segment three, I'm going to talk about their quarterback, Justin Herbert. One of those things, again, where 
this is where you you ain't necessarily got a, an advantage at that position. No matter how much we love Trevor, that dude is, is special. So he's banged up, and I don't know if he's going to play, but we're going to assume he is for the sake of this podcast. But I do, I did find something. It's probably why it took me so long to record this today. Other than that, the fact that my allergies were bothering me earlier. And then I was about to record, and then they want to start landscaping and making a bunch of noise outside of my balcony. Um, shout out to them landscaping, though, and shout out to the association for having them cut my grass. But the thing is, is I did a little research and I found something. And you always, when you're trying to be optimistic and you're trying to, you know, be enthusiastic, you always want to find something, right? I found something that I think might make y'all a little bit happy. So let's get to these big questions. First of all, they have to travel out west. It's one of the most cliche things that has ever been said about football teams that going to another time zone and traveling on an airplane for four or five hours and the jet lag that's associated with it because you're playing a game when you when you're not usually playing a game and all of that stuff and yada 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 i don't know if i know the jaguars have a poor history of when they go out west but the jaguars were bad every time they went out west and and got hammered so i i don't really know the statistics i didn't do research on that to find out if there's some analytics or stats that really tell us who is who's at the advantage when a team goes uh across the country i will tell you this some of my best work has been in vegas and that's a three-hour time zone i wasn't hurting one bit i did some of my i did some of my best damage when i was in jet lag so uh didn't 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 harm me any didn't stop me from having hangover four type activities going on so i don't know maybe that's one thing they have to get over um as a young team being able to handle success and when they get on the field and there's just resistance because that team is loaded and that team has high expectations you have a tendency in those situations i think when you're young to fight back and if your fight isn't good enough within the rules sometimes that's when you kind of go or you lose your head a little bit, and you, you like me when I was when I boxed. I told I'll tell you the story again. I was going to the gym with my friend Shannon every single day after school, walking, walking home from school. So finally, the guy said, "Hey man, you want to do something? You can." So my first day, I'm bouncing around in there in jeans, and so I started bringing some clothes, and I started doing a little work. And I was known, you know, as a little scrappy dude who could get it in in the streets and, and fight a little bit. It's a long story, but I was a Southern kid living in DC. So I had to fight a lot because I was country and I got kind of got good at it. So I'm in the gym. I'm talking smack. I beat this dude. I, I can do this. I can do that. I begged the dude to put me in the ring and I got in and I didn't know combinations. I didn't know the numbers they were calling out. I didn't know what he was, the instructions. And this dude whooped my butt within the rules of boxing so bad. I took the gloves off and I kicked him. And I got kicked out of the gym. I wasn't allowed back in. So my point is, is sometimes when you have to shout out to Mr. McCann up at Hillcrest Heights, uh, I ain't, I don't even know Mr. McCann still there, but he did not play the radio for kicking me. He should have kicked me out of the gym. I was, I was being a butt. But 
the thing is, is when you go and there's this resistance and, you know, you're not able to get your way, can you keep your head? If you're a young team, can you keep your head and don't get those dumb penalties that I talked about? Somebody corrected me yesterday. They did get one taunting penalty that was the worst call ever. Somebody tries to knock your head off. You ain't supposed to be mad about it, Marvin Jones. Uh, yeah, you are. That was a terrible call by the officials last week. But can you keep your head when there's resistance? And then if they get off to a quick start and you get down, can you regroup and keep it together? And I, I do believe that they have the, the proper coaching staff that can allow that to happen. So those are a couple of biggest things for me. Can you handle the flight? Can you handle the success you had last week? And then when you get the highest form of resistance, because that's what you're going to get with that talented group, what do you do and how do you respond? Let's go through some of these matchups and tell you, I'll tell you where some of the advantages are from the standpoint of the just, just the talent level. I'll go through some of these advantages and tell you why I don't believe the Jaguars actually in this game have advantages that they had over teams like Washington at some positions and over teams like the coach like they had last week. I'll talk about all of that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. After I tell you guys about LinkedIn Talent Solutions, if you own a small business and you gear up for, for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. Look, what you got to do is make sure that you get the word out properly and make sure that you attract the right people. You got to create a free job post on, in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of 810 million people. Now, my daughter, uh, actually went on LinkedIn and connected with her future employer when she was still active duty in the army. And the day she got out, she had a gainful employment and they matched up and you can do the same. Your ad or your job, what you need to do is put the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. So your network can help you find the right people to hire. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster and if you didn't know this, I'm going to tell you, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every single day. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, man, we applying this pressure, letting you know about the game this weekend between your Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers. I think I finally got away from saying San Diego. I've been doing that for a long time. We're also going to have, um, I'm doing Friday's uh, Locked on NFL show. So check out Carter Critiques, my man Chris Carter and James Rapine tomorrow on Locked on NFL. I know you guys look for me on Wednesday, but we had some scheduling stuff going this week. So I took Chris's place. I'm being with your boy Q. He's my boy Q. We're going to do that Friday. So Look for me on the Friday edition of Locked on NFL. Thursday, we'll do our crossover with uh, my buddy. I hope I say his name right. I call him Drogi. Drogi and my man Daniel Wade. We'll get that in uh, for your listening pleasure on Thursday. Um, man to man. Quarterback. Herbert has, has a year more experience. He's done it at a high, high level. Uh, probably advantage. Everybody said advantage Chargers, but it's not that big. And in the NFL, the difference isn't that big. I'm going to give you an example about how the how it's not that big of a difference. But it 
can be that that little bit matters. Running back, Eckler's dynamic, man. But our our, our duo, we we get we get some good stuff from our guys. So that while people that go advantage charges, it's not that big, that big of a difference. And the package that we can put together is pretty good. Receivers, the difference is size. They're bigger, right? But the difference in production so far this year, they're big. Tight end, I probably give an advantage to them. Um, offensive line, this is where I think it's closer than, than, than anyone wants to admit, even though that little rookie they got out of Boston College can play that Johnson kid. So they've sort of put it together and, and gotten a little bit better, but we're okay too on the offensive line. And Juwan Taylor's playing like an all pro right next to a former all pro and Brandon Sheriff. So I'm cool with that defensive front, which I'll include the front seven. They got some hosses y'all. They got guys that have probably made a good argument so far in Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack that they're probably going to be wearing one of those jackets when it's all said and done. They got some people. They got some beef in the middle. Their linebackers in the, in the middle of the field run and flow. They are what we hope we want to be or we hope we're going to be soon. The corners, tale of two body types. We finally get to see Asante Samuel Jr. who's playing well. Got to catch some of those picks, though. I don't want him to catch them this week. And Tyson Chandler. I mean, uh, Tyson uh, Campbell, those are the guys that I've, I've always, since we started, you know, doing this last year, I kind of lumped them together because I thought the Jaguars needed a nickel and they could have gotten him, but the Jaguars go for more traits, so they took the bigger player. And the difference is their corners, our corners are lengthier. They got J.C. Jackson as well as um, Asante, and, and both of them are they're 5'10", 5'11", guys, so our corners are longer. And we're going to need those longer corners with those bigger receivers. But we might also be challenged to get more separation this week from the receivers because those guys really do change directions really, really well. Derwin James is Derwin James, and there's no body on our team that's even close to him. He's just different. He's just a different cat. And uh, he's going to be – he's going to be – you got to watch him when he blitzes, and you also got to watch the, the running backs when they—he's gonna bring a wallop. So you better make sure you secure the ball when you're going out for those passes, and, as well as catching, uh, running those sweeps. And also, this is where Trevor could get him get himself in a little bit of trouble with any design runs. I, I probably wouldn't send him out there on design runs against Durbin. So you see, this is a game where the Jaguars don't really have a clear advantage if they have one at all anywhere when you're talking about these two teams, man-to-man -man or in the position groups. And I sort of did it by going through the position groups. But all is not lost because here's where the Jaguars have a decisive advantage, in my opinion. I think Doug Peterson is head and shoulders better than Brandon Staley as a coach. I think he's going to dial it up. I think he's going to have a better game plan. And that is the great equalizer when you're playing a team that's probably more talented than you are and or they're at least at a different stage of their talent development than jacksonville jacksonville could you have you could line these two teams up two years from now and you say jacksonville is more talented but jacksonville is young and it's the first year this team was has been put together so 
the decisive advantage is going to be, I think our coach is better than theirs. I think if you gave us, if you gave Doug Peterson their players and gave Brendan Staley ours, Doug would beat him by three touchdowns. I think because it's reversed, there's going to be a, a real good opportunity for Doug to close that gap. I'm going to tell you in segment three where that gap can be closed. And this is all on Mike Caldwell. I'm going to tease it now, but I'm going to tell you exactly who we can attack. That dude I mentioned named Justin Herbert. He's around here with loose cartilage or something going on in his rib cage. I'm not saying that you want to cheat, but I'm going to make him make quick, fast decisions with the ball. I'm not going to let him stand there and throw the ball deep. I'm blitzing. I'm running all of those twists. And I'm watching two games from last year that gave him trouble. And they were in successive weeks. Baltimore, which was a loss, and New England, which also was a loss. He struggled. And I think the size of the Jaguars, especially up front, is very similar to those teams, especially Baltimore. And I'd watch that tape, and if I were you, I'd go back. You could probably YouTube it and get the highlights or whatever, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Doug, patient on offense, find a way to manipulate some points, get an early start, get ahead, and then Mike Caldwell, mix it up on the back end, and bust that kid in his mouth. And I, and I say that with all professionalism. But Justin Herbert, I'm going to tell you in just a second why I believe Justin Herbert is the one that this team can attack and actually have some success. After I tell you about betonline.net, which is the number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's first two weeks games and now week three. There's a lot that you need to bet on. If you thought the Cowboys were dead the other day, well, wrong, up jumped the boogie. Nobody thought that that would happen, but it did. They beat the Bengals. Could have caught you some good money if you had the intel from Bet Online. It is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports events, including baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because Bet Online is where the game starts. You start here with me, your boy, T Wig, every single day here on Locked On Jaguars, making us your first listen, and we are eternally grateful. For that, I'm real close to 3,000 subs on YouTube. Now, I might throw a party somewhere and buy everybody a beer. One beer, you gotta have your own straw, take a quick sip. And no, I'm just joking. Look, I'm serious though. We, we're at about 2,700, a little over 2,700. I, I, I think I'm gonna do cartwheel if we get to 3,000 here this month. Um, Where can the Jaguars win? Who can they attack? So it's like National Geo where the lions or the jaguars surround a herd of buffalo or uh gazelles or whatever that is that they chase out there and they zero in on the one dude and usually it's the one guy he's either small or he's limping he's lame right 
and it's nonverbal communication. You just see them give each other the head move like there he is. That's the one. That one is number 10, in my opinion, Justin Herbert, because he's banged up for one. But for two, there were a couple of teams that were built up just like the Jaguars are physically that gave him fits last year. Let me tell you about that Baltimore loss when they lost 34 to six. He was 22 out of 39 for 195 yards. That's what he was. And he couldn't hit the side of a barn with a bowling ball. Okay. You saw a stretch last week before he miraculously made one of the best throws I've ever seen late in the game where Justin Herbert in that second quarter, they could have been way up, but he was missing wide open guys. It was almost very, very similar to Trevor Lawrence in game one in Washington where he was missing wide open guys. And this is before he got banged up. So he'll go through these little stretches sometimes, even though he's immensely talented, he'll go through these little stretches every now and then where he's kind of in a, in a funk a little bit. New England was the very next week after Baltimore. They lost 27-24. The game was close, but he was atrocious. He was 18 out of 35 for 223 yards from the field. So that's less than 50%. So over two weeks, he was 40 out of 74. He had 40 completions to 34 incompletions for an average of about, uh, of about 210, 212 yards. It was terrible, right? It was awful. It's not up to standard. The Jaguars have some things in common with those teams. They have big corners. They play a very, very disciplined scheme where they run a lot of twists and stuff up front. They will pressure you from the middle, not just on the outside. And then they're big in the front seven this year, much like Baltimore and New England. This is the hope that I'm looking for. This is the hope and the, this is the angle where I'm saying because he's also banged up, you got to knock him off his square. You got to get ahead of him early and then you have to get down in distant situations where they're not just sitting there handing the ball off to Austin Eckler, but they're trying to throw the ball to Austin Eckler and now you can tee off on him in the passing game. We talked about the type of team they have to be. I ain't going to sit here and tell you they heard me, but the blueprint last week of, of how they actually went out and won a game is something that we had often talked about here on Locked on Jaguars. So now I just gave you another one. Doug Peterson's a better coach than Brandon Staley. Mike Caldwell has the physical guys on his side of the ball to bother a wounded Justin Herbert. Get off to a good start. Don't turn the ball over. Be mature. Grow up and be able to handle the travel. If the Jags go to two and one heading into a game with Philadelphia, and this is why I really, really want them to win this game. They're not going to be favorite Sunday and they won't be favorite the week after that. And I don't want them sitting there at one and three and then doubt starts creeping back into the fan base. If they're two and one going to Philly and Doug can play his old team in Philadelphia, we're going to have something in our hands in 10, 10, 12 days. You guys can have something on your hands every single day by Listening to not only Locked On Jaguars, but the Peacock and Williamson podcast. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson. They give it to you like nobody else on the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Make that your second listen. It is also free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast. You guys do me a favor and take care of each other. We'll be back here same time, same place on tomorrow with a midweek report giving you all the information That'll lead you right into Thursday and Friday and getting ready for the game this Sunday. If you're traveling, safe travels. 
and just be safe anyway and take care of each other. And we'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.